Turn the podcast voice on now. Okay. So we're back in the studio. Uh, so I guess podcast I voice means yelling. I do sound a little bit like... Aggressive. No, no, I don't think so. Not aggressive. Enthusiastic. Overly enthusiastic. I wouldn't say overly. Maybe yeah. zealous. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. a zealous advocate for our podcast. Mm, that's not true, but okay. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times we have been places and somehow the podcast comes up and you absolutely... No. Unequivocally, no, start saying negative things about the podcast. You're like, no, it's not. It's like nothing. It's like not but even that's a my, real. See, that's it's my not even a real. It's not even I'm, a real thing. It's not. That's not your personality. Yeah. Because if you were talking about a horror movie, you'd be like, oh my god, you yeah. have to see this horror movie. It's so good. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Probably. We're talking about the podcast that we've been nurturing and growing for three years, and you're like, eh, you know, you know, you could listen to it or not listen to it, like whatever. <laughs> I don't want to oversell it because I know, but you just said you were an overzealous advocate for our podcast. I said zealous advocate. You said zealous, overenthusiastic. Fine, zealous advocate still Uh suggests that you're out here here advocating advocating zealously. Okay, and you are not. (laughs) Okay, okay. Here's why I do that because people, when they find out I have a podcast, they're gonna listen to it because no, they're not me. What exactly? They're not. If you're automatic. Response is, eh, you know, it's a thing. They're gonna think like, oh, maybe it's some little thing that he no, trust records me. in go his and closet by himself, <laughs> yeah. and it's like bad production they have to go, value. Like, go into the closet to because, record my podcast because people people do that in order to have like a you know semi soundproof oh, yeah. sure. space. It's not that's not shade. I'm just saying that they might okay. think that it's not like a high level mm. production, you know, with a plant and cameras and mm-hmm. a logo. A wife who's a writer and a oh, published and a author. Got Do you one know of those. What, right. They might not think that that's what comes along with the podcast. Right. All because you did not advocate. Trust me, friend. They're going to listen. And I want to make sure that no. their expectations are. Because a lot of people, yeah, they I, know me. I'm, and they know just how well prepared you, I am in huh? life in general. And they think that the podcast is going to be something that's like a detailed assessment of whatever they expect me to bring them. Like breaking news they no, expect me to no one they expect, expect me to have like cracked Patrick, the case you can't <laughs> you know, they, you don't they know wait standards a for me in the world are so high i keep the bar so high that i want to make sure that people understand it's just the two of us having a good time being you don't our normal even, selves but, you but don't, through podcast but you voices. don't even say that you don't <laughs> even say I'm, you've never said i'm playing the long game because if i keep the if i if i manage expectations and they come to the podcast they're like this is awesome if i don't manage expectations they come to the podcast and they're like he didn't solve any mysteries i'm disappointed you see you see how this works i'm francesca (laughs) i'm patrick and this is last name basis from brick radio the four corners in a triangle, why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a chest from my desk, acting on the screen. You know who it is, man, it's well, Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning to them live, this is last name basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you want to do some goings on around, uh, goings on about Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? Something recently happened that made me laugh but also really surprised me 
If you are not a Gmail user, it might come as a surprise to you that Gmail has been reading our emails in order to give us pre-written automated responses. Literally nobody is surprised by Gmail reading our emails. I'm just saying, I every day meet somebody who's not using Gmail, and I am That's true. shocked. Yeah, oh, I find I get emails from Hotmail account Yahoo. users all the time. AOL, yeah. what are you doing? Because they were there at the inception of the internet. I know, but this is a form of self-care. Getting an <laughs> email a proper service. email account. Yes, something yes. that takes care of you. Your calendar, filters, you know, color coordination, oh, yeah. the whole shebang. And now this new innovation, which when you get ready to send an email, there are three pre-made responses based on what's in the email. And one day I was saying to Patrick how it's kind of creepy, but it's also convenient. And I was shocked that Patrick was so, you know what? zealously advocating <laughs> Look at you. for <laughs> he was like oh I love them I love them so much and they're great I, they're great okay I know what you're gonna say Tell me is why you I'm love not, them but I'm, also why you think I was surprised to hear you say this yeah I know I know what you're gonna say you're gonna say that it's bizarre because I'm usually fervently against mm-hmm. the reading or spying or dissemination of it's information. It's not about spying. It's just that you are so skeptical I am. of like and I totally any am. sort of innovation Always. of any kind. Not innovation. Yeah. No, 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 Oh, no, you no, hate no. innovation. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the time you told me I hate female voices. You do. <laughs> I don't hate female voices. Now I only listen to music made by women. Just to refute you. Just to spite me. Yeah. Well, that's great. Not to spite you. No, no, that is exactly but whenever why you, you did come, it. Whenever no, you come you home, when it. you walk in after a day of work or wherever you come from, I quickly throw on some um, Annie DeFranco just to prove that I do not, in fact, hate female voices. Okay, sure. Which is another conversation that we had previously on the podcast. But I don't hate innovation either. I'm definitely skeptical of anything that takes your information and potentially digests it, sells it, or uses it so, in any respect. So, what is different about the Gmail automated responses? I, you know what? That one just hit on like a level of convenience for me that mm. I was like, take my information. You read my emails. I don't give a shit. Why? Have them. It just I don't seems know. so uncharacteristic Because when you're you. reading an email on your phone, and you're walking somewhere and it's so easy to be like thanks guy earmuffs in the booth so we get like the production emails they're Mm -hmm. like here's the call sheet coming up or like hey can you guys do this thing real short like back and forth but it's so easy when you're like on subway stairs dodging human beings Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. to hit instead of paying attention perfect excellent instead of paying attention to where you're going I've almost fallen down the stairs a few times yes but that button significantly reduces the danger. You see, I do it for public safety. But they also use your voice? Like They don't read very up. closely. Because no, if, it, they, if they really did, it would be like, fuck yeah, bro. Love no, your face. it wouldn't. Maybe you don't talk No, like, I don't talk you like that. <laughs> I do that you in don't, emails you don't, sometimes. No, you don't. Occasionally, I do. You stop for the podcast so <laughs> much, and I don't understand. You're like, yeah, I would be like this. No, I've never, ever that's, heard you. I've never heard you talk not, like that. That's not true. Okay, so the most recent one that really made me laugh is when I sent Patrick that Enneagram test. His response was, is this Scientology? And the pre-responses were, yes, it is. I think it is. No, it isn't. 
I just thought that was so funny. Like, you know what? Thanks, Gmail, for just like springing into action <clears throat> and being there for me. It really means a lot. Oh, man. I uh, do. I like the automated responses. That's my word on it. I'm not backing off it. Okay. Gmail's already stealing my shit, and they're already reading my stuff. Okay. So... I might as well get a little something out of it. Okay, great. Well, I appreciate your honesty. That's all. Because I'm as we both know, honesty is not necessarily your strong suit. And that was revealed recently what? when I got a message on Instagram from someone regarding your podcast jacket. And she said, I thought Patrick was getting a new podcasting jacket, I to which I responded, fully he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna give me a hard time about not being Truthful. As positive Truthful. about our podcast Truthful. as I could. But when somebody says something about your husband, <laughs> you just go straight to telling them that I'm a liar? No, no, no. I mean, they know the truth. I'm not going to lie to them about your struggles with truthfulness. Oh, my. That's the sort of thing that, like, somebody later on captures it, like, five years from now. And they're like, see, he's a liar and even his wife knows it. Yeah. No, I'm going to use this when I run for re-election for oh, podcast president. Look at you I'm laying, the, I'm laying the foundation. This is all part of my long campaign. So when I brought yeah. this up to mm -hmm. you, yes. you mm -hmm. turned this around on the listener. And you said that it was the listener's fault <laughs> that you didn't have a new <laughs> podcasting jacket. Would you like to speak uh, more about that? No. No, I don't. Because I don't mm. blame the listeners no, for this. No, you don't. I did. Oh, so, so you're lying again, son? Is that... Is, I just want to be clear here. My, look, Are you lying again? My, because my I distinctly recall... This has changed. Oh. Okay? I did briefly. I lashed out. I blamed, <laughs> I blamed the listeners. I said... Can you say... Yes, please I tell us I said that it said. was the listeners' fault because I requested help in finding a new podcast jacket and nobody said anything. Nobody gave me any help. Mm. Nobody gave me any advice. It was their job. No tips. It was their they job. They didn't send me any potential candidates for a new podcast so you, jacket. Okay, so just be clear. You expect the listeners to do your shopping for you? <laughs> Says a woman who pays somebody else to do their shopping for them. Pays. Object, like, keyword, pays. That is a paid job. A stylist is a job, okay? No, it, it's and a so, good, she's good at and it, And so... If I have an event, yes, I hire a stylist and then I pay her. Right. She invoices me yeah. and I send her that right. coin. Right. You, on the other hand, are asking our listeners to pro bono find a podcasting <laughs> jacket for you. No, mm, that uh, no. is exactly no, what no. it is. For free. For free. I'm, I'm talking about forwarding a link. Mm. I'm not talking about going to the store that and picking things out still, and knowing my size. Uh, excuse me, a stylist forwards links? And then that helps you. Right. You know, she can make suggestions. She also brings over suitcases full of clothes. I'm just saying to you, do not compare the woman that I employ, a member of my team. <laughs> that is a very important distinction for the listeners at home because right. we are a team. We work together. And I think it is crucial to surround yourself. Are you campaigning? <laughs> is that what this is? Build yourself a team of people who you trust and who you pay to help you. <laughs> While as my opponent <laughs> here okay. thinks that you at home should be doing his job 
for him. Not true. He can't be bothered Not true. And to, to find your point, a podcasting jacket, but he wants you to do the work. And then when you don't, because you are supporting your family, you are out there working, <laughs> you are doing, you know, the things that make okay. you feel good. Instead of working to help him, he is going to blame you. And I just want you to think about that come November when it's time to vote for the podcast president. Thank okay. you. Okay. Well, this message has been approved by Francesca <laughs> Ramsey. To your to your point, mm-hmm. and, and in rebuttal, mm. what I'm looking for is a community that mm. doesn't ask for mm. something in return. Mm. You know, I do this podcast. I don't get anything for it. I don't. I, nobody pays me for this. That's well, not true. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the listeners, <laughs> the listeners don't pay me for this. I don't ask anything from the actual listeners. And in return, you know, I'm just help. I'm asking for a collaborative effort oh, to help improve the podcast, my gosh. which we all enjoy together, mm. with no request for mm. any money on their part mm. for the content created. It is just a pleasure to do it for them. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and I yeah. think we are all stronger together when we don't expect something in return for the small assistances that we require in life. I'm not fashionably forward. I Here, wish I could see Patrick's else. face because he <laughs> is really he is pulling this speech out. <laughs> it, it is, I wasn't. It is, I didn't prepare I, to campaign. I, know, I, I know. didn't do whatever but it was you, you did. You did this like this like sky praying motion. <laughs> you like clasp your little <laughs> fingers together and you were like doing the. I don't know what you call this. Like you make two little walls with your hands. I don't know. And you like move them. I yeah. Don't, I don't know yeah, what you call it. It's a visual demonstration of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're like, I want a six inch sub. Now I want a, <laughs> I want a three inch sub. And now I want to point my hands to the sky and I'm going to clasp my right. fist. Well, listen, listen, I know you're trying to derail the thing that I was saying that was going to win over our audiences mm, and get yeah. me elected yeah, in sorry. November. I'm sorry. But I'm saying that I think that we are all stronger if we just help each other out and not ask for something in return. Mm. The same way I do this podcast without asking anything from the listeners. And I'm you not ask, a good... You ask them for all sorts of stuff, for dreams. I asked them for one for goddamn who? thing. And did they do it? Wow, wow, wow. Your real personality comes out, folks. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move into the science corner. So the Ig Nobel Prizes were recently held and... What does that mean? They're a set of prizes for various categories, right? They're like the Nobel Prizes. But they're Ig, what is... Right. Do you know what that means? The point of these prizes are that they don't rise to the level of like Nobel prizes, oh, right? So like okay. these are the Nobel are prizes like, go to like people. These are like Fobel prizes. Kind of, yeah. Get yeah, it? Yeah. Faux. No, Fobel. Oh my god. Faux. You just lost. I took the word like Faux and Nobel and put votes. them together and made Fobel. Oh my god. Are you done? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, she just wears herself out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ig Nobel. The Ig Nobel Prizes are just actual contributions mm-hmm. to whatever the community is that the prize concerns, but they don't rise to any significant level. Here's the literature prize that went to two researchers or two writers from Australia and El Salvador, oh, I'm sorry, three, and one from UK, for documenting that most people who use complicated products don't actually read the instruction manual. So they... They did a study to figure that out? Yes, they did. I 
could have told you that. Everybody knows that. And that's why they didn't get an actual award. They got the Ig Nobel Prize in literature. Okay. Some of them are really good, though. Like the, what? The prize for nutrition went to somebody who determined that the caloric intake from a human cannibalism diet is significantly lower than the caloric intake from most other traditional meat diets. So now we know, finally, after all this time... That they, being a cannibal means that you would get the Fitbit prize. Probably, yeah. But why... Why would anybody want to know that? That's a great question. But they got a but prize. I don't have an but they got a prize. <laughs> I don't have an answer it. for that. Some of them do have something. So, like, the prize for medicine was great. This guy won a prize for, and he's from the United States. He's one of the only people from the U.S. that won a prize. Mm-hmm. The medicine prize, it was awarded for using a roller coaster to try to hasten the passage of kidney stones. So if you're about to pass a stone, you're supposed to hop on a roller coaster? And not just anywhere on the roller coaster. What this study found was that you are like 10 times more likely to pass the kidney stone after riding the roller coaster if you take the very last seat on the roller coaster. Okay, wait. So is the goal of the roller coaster ride to help you pass the stone or not pass it? No, you want to get rid of kidney stones. You right. never want to hold on to a kidney hasten, stone. when it says hasten, doesn't that mean? Hasten means like speed up. Oh, I didn't know that that's what that You've word never meant. heard the word hasten? No, I thought it meant like, oh, wait, to make haste yeah, is to fast. That would be the one. Yeah, I don't know why. I think that someone should fix that because I just think that the word. So that you, <laughs> to, to fit your already existing no, vocabulary, I'm just someone saying should. That, what? I'm just saying it does not sound correct. Right. It sounds strange. Hasten is a word. It wouldn't sound I strange believe, if you knew the word. No, I believe you that it's okay. a word. The word hasten. What did you think it meant? I thought it meant, I know you want the kidney stone to come out, but I thought it, like, hurt. So I thought that this was saying that if you want to keep it from coming out because you're just like, oh, man, this is too much. I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. You had to get on the roller coaster. And I thought that because hasten kind of sounds like keep it in. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's great. I think you are a strong candidate for podcast president. Somebody who, A, doesn't know what the word hasten means, and B, might think about trying to keep a kidney stone. No, no, no. I'm not saying you, you should. collect them? I'm like, not what saying do you, do you with should them? keep them. I'm hmm. just saying that, like, when you feel it's getting ready to come out, I could imagine, because I've like, never been there, this. that you've been like, oh, I'm not ready yet. Quick. Get me to a roller coaster (laughs) (laughs) so that I can make sure it stays in. I thought maybe the roller coaster going up would put the stone back up in there. That sounds like a solid background in physics, Fran. I'm just glad that Mark Mitchell from the United States did his due diligence and found that actually sitting on the roller coaster would make the kidney stone come out faster. Yeah, and that was actually, you know, these things all have places in larger studies. Mm. Uh, So, like, this one was designed to see, like, what kind of movements would influence the passage of a kidney stone. Oh. So they used roller coasters sort of, I think, as a starting point because of, I guess, the erratic movement, right? Mm. It makes sense. Mm. Like, you're really rattling somebody at that point. Yeah. And I think that's where they were going with this. I didn't read the whole study, but it was definitely the entire thing was about roller coasters and kidney stones. Yeah. There's two other ones that I want to give a shout out to. The Peace Prize for measuring the frequency, motivation, and effects of shouting and cursing while driving an automobile. Wait a second. So, Meaning, like, is it calming? 
does it help relieve stress and mm, anger? Mm. Get it out. You know I did it when we were driving oh, in Florida. My goodness. Patrick no. has so road gonna, rage. Okay. I have You road rage. brought it up. It was up. a long time. You brought oh, it up. It was another and life. I just want people to ask themselves, is a man who has road rage the type of man you want driving this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You have the worst analogy or metaphor. Why? Is that a metaphor? That was you terrible. don't even, sir. This is the same person who was trying to come for me over Hasten, and now Hasten. you, whatever. <laughs> and now you don't even know if this is a metaphor or an analogy. Look at you. Look at you. Which is it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I thought this one was a good one for white lie optional. White lies, white lies. There was a story that was floating around, and it started on a particular site that's known for spreading false information. Mm. The headline read that women keep DNA from every person that they sleep with. Mm. Right. That sounds like it could be in the realm of actual possibility, I right? Mean, but that could mean, like, Women are keeping a little jar with, like, skin flakes in <laughs> Jesus it. Jesus Christ. I did not write the article. I did not do the study. That is very subjective. Right. It doesn't say DNA. Have you ever kept somebody's skin flakes, Fran? That is not okay. I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> have the back of your closet, there's probably, like, a false wall in which there's jars of formaldehyde with little parts of everybody you've ever encountered. I will not confirm or deny that. Well, that sounds like an admission. <laughs> what else did you find? Why did you feel like this qualified for white lie optional? Because it turned out Snopes did a thing about it. It's all lies. It was all based on the study that found male DNA in female brain tissue. What? Yeah, which is bizarre. And part of that study shows that these cells, which is not uncommon to find male cells in female bodies at certain times, and I'm not being yeah, okay. explicit okay. when I say that. Okay. They don't know where they come from. But there's no indication, and the study never suggested that it came from men that they Partners. slept with. Yeah. But what it did find was that these male cells can make their way into the actual brain, which means that they're passing the barrier that surrounds the brain and keeps all the smaller things out. Mm. That's significant for whatever reason scientists think mm. that that sort of thing is mm. significant. But there's no indication that women have any sort of or retain any DNA from men that they sleep with, except maybe where they actually become pregnant, which seems obvious. Yes. I just wanted to put that out there in case anybody read that, because I was scrolling through an aggregator app that aggregates like news mm -hmm. science. Mm -hmm. And I saw it and I was like, hmm, that seems like conceivable to me. Like the weird world no of human intended. bodies. Conceivable. Right, right. Hey. You like that? See, I did mm -hmm. that on purpose. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I got it. Mm -hmm. What's move? Ready? <laughs> ready? Yes. Let's make our way into the animal corner. Animal corner! Found an article, mm -hmm. which is a true article a real about a new 
app that is a virtual roller coaster ride through a duck's vagina. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the VR Duck Genitalia Explorer. is a virtual reality app that shows you the strange, twisting world inside of a duck's vagina. Do you have a lot to say about it? Because I have a lot of questions. Yes, I have some things I would like to say. I thought this was really interesting because it was created by a science educator by the name of Jules Howard. And she said, you know, there's been a lot of stuff written about animal dicks. The patriarchy affects us all. <laughs> Whether it's a corkscrew pig dick, a mallard duck penis, or an animal that has a four-headed dick. Oh, wow. Also... Cats Impressive. have little spiky dicks. Uh, yeah, I've so been told. So we know about all these we dicks. We know about all these dicks. All these I dicks. I thought we just assumed that the, that the vaginas that they were meant for were also shaped around them. This is why Jules was like, you know what? Y'all going to learn today. And you will <laughs> learn with an app that takes you deep inside <clears throat> the duck's vagina. And the thing that's a little weird about this, because okay, I looked now. at... Screenshots. It's only for Android phones right now, not for iPhones yet. It hasn't made it to iOS, huh? No, not yet. Unfortunate. Not yet. I'm open to the idea of seeing what goes on in there. That duck. What I didn't love is that there is a 3D rendering of a duck that watches you as you explore (laughs) the the vagina. Is it the same duck? You like how? Yeah, I don't know. But a duck is there the whole time. So you really get that like first person gynecologist feel. I guess so. Where, the duck is like. Where the gynecologist you, you, looks up is like, are you staring at me? The duck is there watching the entire thing go down. No pun intended. The vagina has twists and turns and spirals. And I thought this was very interesting. It is all designed to make sure that the duck has control over being impregnated. She can shut shit down. It's like a labyrinth in there, wow. like fucking David Bowie. It's Bowie's. like a maze. I love that. Yes, David Bowie's going to like jump a out. trap set. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh-uh, you are not the one. At the end, there's a minotaur. Mm, yeah, sure. You're going around a corner, and suddenly it's a dead end. Gotta go Boom. back out of here. I'm trying to see this from the perspective of a of a dick, since mm. you know. <laughs> Put yourself in the dick's position. <laughs> yes. I mean, do you back out and try another route, or is this? I mean, it's really up to the duck. The duck decides whether, yes, whether you have anywhere to go. Yes, and that's why there are all these So if all the up. doors and the little twists and turns, can they align so it's just a straight shot? Yeah, to the... she can decide. Okay. If there hadn't been a 3D rendering with a duck watching <laughs> over me as watching I explored you, the Watching rendering. it. Yeah. I wanted to say this, though. There are no apps for penises. You know, because everything is about penises. I did, but there's no apps. Right. For pen- except I maybe just, like Snapchat. Anyone can send a dick pic. Right. The point is that we as a society are always talking and featuring dicks mm-hmm. in the center of conversation. And it even happens in the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so I, for one, applaud Jules for saying, you know what? Let's dive deep. I have even I'm more just questions. Say- okay. What so else? the duck that was being explored for this, mm-hmm. did this duck not have the ability to shut out the little camera that was jammed up it? I don't know if it was a real, I think it's a 3D rendering. I don't know if it's like the actual, like inside of a real duck. It's okay. like Pixar. Oh, all right, all right. I thought you were really like 
No, 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 no. You're not. It would make a great like game though, right? It closes. You're stuck in this trap. You gotta get. No, no. Gotta get to the egg. This seems. No. You don't Mm -hmm. think that would make a fun like iPhone game when it's ready for iPhone when it's prepped for iOS? I mean, I believe in a woman's right to choose, and so if they choose for this to become a game, I support it. (laughs) Fair enough. I can get behind that. Absolutely. A quick aside, if you haven't seen this, and this fits into the animal corner, you should definitely look up the video of the seal that slaps a kayaker with an octopus. Just go look for it. I have nothing to say about it. It's a seal with an octopus used to slap a human being. It's fantastic. Go check I it will out. task you with tweeting that out from our account for anybody that wants to see it. And now, a relatively new corner that we've been calling My Two Cents. First, want to give a shout out to Las Culturistas podcast, which is hosted by Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. They are friends of the pod. They have a segment called I Don't Think So, Honey, on their podcast, <laughs> where you have to do one minute of something that you don't think so about. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it kind of fit nicely with our My Two Cents, where usually we come and we give two cents about a topic. Okay. So I thought it might be fun to try and infuse a little bit of I don't think so, honey, and do our my two cents in two minutes instead of one I, minute. What, I'm supposed to do something now? Yeah, well, you have on here yeah, something about your two cents. But what I'm telling you is, is I'm going to time you, and you're going to get two minutes uh-huh. to tell us about your two cents on this topic. Isn't that what I was going to do anyway, but with the timer now? Mm-hmm. It's with the timer now. It's an homage to I Don't Think So, Honey, which is one minute. And our two cents are going to be two minutes. Okay, I... I see the relationship. What I want to know is, how is this different from what I was about to do? Because we didn't have a timer before. Uh, Makes zero sense to me, but I'm on board. How does that not make sense? I explained it to you. I'm ready to go. Okay, and you have to do this. Similar to I don't think so, honey, you have to go, my two cents, and then you have to do your thing. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. And the clock starts now. Okay, here's my two cents. I get messages from dead people. And this is unacceptable. They're not from beyond the grave. They are from bands in town and Spotify. Mm-hmm. They're all for dead artists. So, like, Chris Cornell keeps messaging me. But the mm-hmm. way it comes up, bands in town is an app that's, like, it just tells you when there's a show coming up or mm-hmm. when an artist releases something that you follow, something like that. 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you need more urgency. <laughs> you need more urgency. Okay, so I get consistently from bands in town specifically and sometimes from Spotify things saying, Chris Cornell just messaged you, and that is really disturbing. I was a big Chris Cornell fan. I was a big Soundgarden fan. I was a big Audio Slave fan. All his solo stuff, I really think he's an amazing— Temple of the Dog? Mm, We don't talk about that. Wow. (laughs) He died. He was an amazing musician, and he died. It was a suicide, too, which Mm -hmm. is, like, especially disheartening. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. when I see something that says, you got a message from Chris Cornell, it's jarring. And Mm so now I have to say I don't think so, honey. You have 30 seconds. (laughs) Again? (laughs) Well, no, you were 30 seconds in. So you lied to me. You told me I had 30 seconds. No, I said you were at 30 seconds. Now you have 30 seconds. So you botched this whole segment. You have 30 seconds left. I think two minutes is too long. But please, continue. You still have, you get 15 seconds. 
have, you have 15 seconds now. You are the worst. Wrap it up. Say my two cents again. <laughs> okay. And that's, those are my two cents. Don't send me anything that suggests it's from an artist that's dead. It's disrespectful. It's not right. Somehow it gets my hopes up for a split second before I realize, oh, that person's dead and I feel bad and about it. And that's two minutes. And those are my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you you did nothing. This did not help anything at all. This yes, it was fun. It was like a challenge. I think we should do one minute. I think two minutes is too long. I'm. You get ten seconds for yours. Okay. Okay. Are you gonna time me? Are you ready? Go. Yeah, you, I know you need the I timer. I can count ten seconds no, in my head. No, it's not ten seconds. All That's right. not right. How much time do you want, Fran? You know what? Give me one minute. All right. You got one minute to go. My two cents is that when I send you a text message, clicking the LOL button is not a response, okay? I sat there and put together a whole text for you. I had gifts. I had jokes. I had emojis. I had seconds. passion. I had fire. And then all you had to do was click LOL, and then I get a notification about it. I get my hopes up, and I think that you have something to say about what I had to say. No. Stop clicking the LOL button. Stop clicking the wow button. I'd seconds. rather you not say anything at all. If I take the time to put together a text message for you, the least you could do was give it a curse glance and actually respond to something that I had to say. And those, ladies, gentlemen, and people of Earth are my two cents. You still have 10 seconds. And I hope that you <laughs> listen to what I have to say. Five more seconds. Because it's truthful. <laughs> two. And one. done. done. No, you're done. <laughs> okay. Did you enjoy that? That was great. This was all for that. That's my understanding. I loved now. it. I get it. Okay. I had another two cents really lined up. Really about it. That one really was on my heart today mm -hmm. because you get notifications for those things. And I thought that my friend was actually responding to what I had said, and she did. Oh, and so it, it causes you to go and look. And yes. when you look, you're like, oh, all you did was click, click a stock thing. It literally and was... just says, so-and-so right. laughed at your message. Yeah. Imagine how I feel when I get a message from a dead person. And I'm like, oh, sweet, a dead yeah, person. But this isn't about you. This was my two cents. Yeah, I get it. I'm okay, just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying that, you like. You so much more upset about the message that wasn't an actual text bring, from a living person that wasn't in danger. You couldn't bring any fire, heat, or energy. And I yeah. tried to encourage you. I said to you, you need more energy. Uh, and you didn't bring it. I think it was implicit in what I was talking about. It was the subject matter. Mm -mm. I mean, I may have taken an academic stance mm -hmm. in delivering it, but I think it was there. No, I think you would be a great candidate for my voices Because <laughs> no, one of the things we talk about is passion, projection, Who do you talk about fire. that with? <laughs> Who? My students. <laughs> Who would they be? My, they, I, they have all signed confidentiality agreements, and I just want everyone listening to know that if you train with me for voices lessons, right. I will not betray your trust. I'm not going to tell anybody, and people start noticing that your voices have gotten better. <laughs> I don't want them to discredit you or okay, this is, your talent or your okay. hard work. So I don't, I don't, you know, throw names around. Right. All I'm saying to you, you don't is have any that names. <laughs> throw around. I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I what see I? you wanting to cite to like Phil and Kaya, but then you're like, they don't talk. No, I would never. That, no. that would not be truthful. And I am a truth teller. I don't lie like some people. <laughs> All I'm saying to you is, is that I feel like you have potential mm -hmm. that is untapped and 
That was a great demonstration. I gave you two minutes on the clock, and you did not use those two minutes wisely. You told me I had 30 seconds left when I was 30 seconds no, in. No, I said you were at 30 seconds. It's not. I said no, at the 30. The tape will not lie. Well, we'll hear it when it's time to hear it. Now, let's move on to a corner that is beloved by people far and wide, people who have never even listened to this podcast, stop me on the street and ask me when this corner will return. And they are in luck if they're listening or they're not listening, because here it is. And that corner is, oh, baby, baby. We've done baby names a number of times here on the podcast, and we're bringing them back for this edition of, oh, baby. Because Game of Thrones baby names are surging in the United Kingdom. How do you feel about that, Pat? I think people are a little too eager. They have to realize that Game of Thrones is a big deal now. It'll Mm -hmm. probably be a big deal for a while. Mm -hmm. But when these children are 40 years old and they're like, hi, I'm Daenerys, nobody's going to get it, which is probably in the best interest of the person who's now named Daenerys. Okay, you are jumping ahead. (laughs) So the most popular name... The girl who has no name, or at least sometimes, according to this article. God, this is so cheesy. Aria. 343 newborns in England and Wales were named Aria. Aria is actually a nice-sounding name. I think name. that's a great name. And that doesn't feel like a Game of Thrones name. Yeah. And also, it, it is an actual word. So yeah. So there's that. It's a real name. Another one that has been very popular, with 76 babies being named Khaleesi. Now, see, Khaleesi is over the line. Yeah. Because Khaleesi is indigenous to Game of Thrones. I've never heard it mm-hmm. in any other context. Yeah, I've never heard that name before. So it's going to stand out as Game of Thrones. You don't want a kid that has to go, you know, like, hey, that's an interesting name. Where did you get it? Oh, my parents named me after a popular character on a TV show. But wow. that happens all the time. It does happen all the time, but I'm saying it shouldn't happen nearly as much as it does. Mm. You know what I mean? So you are policing people's babies. I you will are come a, to your house. You are and a baby police? I baby, I'll police a baby. What are they going to do about it? They're babies. Wow. Wow. That is very aggressive. I know. I'm just suggesting to people mm-hmm. that they don't do. They can name their kids whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had met people named popular People named after the alcohol that their parents were drinking when they were conceived. Wow. Like, that's a theme. Yeah. Like, I've known numerous Chardonnays. I've known two tequilas. Oh, I know a Champagne. Oh, Champagne is, like, top-notch. So they're trying. I know, but her name is Champagne is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there are a few people named Champagne. So I just want to be clear. Yeah. You're okay, baby police, with people naming their children after alcohol, but not after characters on the television show. No, I'm just saying this should be a little more thought out. And I don't think... They might have... They had nine whole months to think of this. And they thought of Khaleesi. (laughs) It's just... I don't think it's a great name. I don't think it's a great method to name your children Mm -hmm. after TV characters. Because... Eventually, they have to know that. They're going to find out, oh, I was named after. Yeah, it's not going to be a family secret that they, like, uncover in a box in their attic or something. I mean, I don't think Could that be. no one's going to keep it from them. They're going to be like, uh, uh, you had an, uh, an aunt named Khaleesi. Oh, she can never know. Like, they'll tell her. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. But when she's old enough to understand it, she's going to understand that she was named after a they'll sci-fi be old enough, fantasy television show and They'll be old enough to understand, like, when they're when And they're that's the other kids. thing. You know these 
these people aren't named after the books because the books have been out for a while. Khaleesi's weren't popping up. They're named after the TV show, which so? is even worse because it's like, Ma, Dad, did you read the books? No, but we like the show. Come on, that feels like cheap. Am you I right? You are so judgy. I, I don't think so. I think I'm being fair. I don't. Oh, so you would name your kid Khaleesi? I didn't say I would name my, my kid Khaleesi. What I said was that I don't care if somebody, if someone wants to name their kid Khaleesi, mm -hmm. that's their business. Okay. But you made this a whole segment on our podcast. Because it's about babies. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be in their business, but it's their business. It is their, I don't know these people. It was an article on the BBC. Okay. So you would you would be okay with naming your kid Tyrion? No, no, no. This is... You are you are mixing two very Daenerys? different things. I am not thinking about potential baby names because I about do not Lannister. possess a baby. I got no babies. So I'm not thinking about what to potentially name a baby. But you would be okay if that baby came I, out and was named Khaleesi. The baby doesn't just come out with a name. <laughs> you have to choose the name for it. Do you know how this works? The baby doesn't no, come with a certificate I've with a name on before, already. So. Oh, thank goodness <laughs> for the one time you were honest. I'm saying that if somebody wants to name their baby Khaleesi, Cal yeah. Drogo, Tyrion, Sansa, whatever they want to name the baby, I'm okay with that because okay. it's not my baby and right. it's not my name. I have a name. I'm who I am. Right, but and you would I'm be okay happy. with your baby being named one of these. You things. are asking me something that is not pertinent to this corner. I think it I is. would not. I don't think you want to answer this because I don't me wanna, being judgy. I don't want personally. Yeah. I don't think Khaleesi is a name that I would name a child. You're presenting it as if the name is bestowed upon the child, and I wouldn't have a say. I thought in isn't it. true that babies have three names: the one that everybody knows, the one that. Like you have to, and then the secret one that nobody knows that what they are you keep from. What? I don't know where I got that. Maybe that was cats. I think that's a poem somewhere. What are you? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> you've never, you've never read that. Okay, never. It's a joke. Somebody in our audience will get it, and they'll fill you in along with. The, we're going to send you a copy of of the dictionary so that you know what hasten means. Just because you don't know some shit, Fran, doesn't mean that I don't know some shit. Baby, as you were trying to tell me about it, you said that you didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so to answer your question, uh -huh. I am not naming a baby in any in the near future anytime right. soon. Okay. And when we get to that bridge, mm -hmm. we will cross it together. No one is just going to come up with a name on their own. And just, maybe we will see a television show and it'll be a name of somebody that we really like. I'm just saying, it could happen. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No. It's not for me at this time in my life, no. But I'm not going to sit here and judge. No, I, yeah, I think you're trying to act like you're taking some moral high ground here. But the reality is, you know it's terrible to name your kid after a character on a TV show, especially a sci-fi like fantasy show. This isn't some like deep show. This isn't some show that, that is like making people think hard about the world in which we live. It's not doing anything but providing entertainment and sometimes pretty low brow entertainment. And that is not a great place to start when it comes to baby names. As judgy as that sounds, I once knew a guy named Bruce Lee, all one word, Bruce Lee. Like the Bruce Lee. Like the Bruce Lee. But that was his first name. Wow. His first name was singularly Bruce Lee. No space, no hyphen, just Bruce Lee. 
Bruce Lee is a real human being, somebody worth looking up to as a role model. Mm -hmm. So, like, that gets a little more credibility than, say, Khaleesi or Tyrion or... They're real to somebody. They're not real to anybody. They're literally fictional characters. Right, but I'm saying, like... They, now they're real people because they, they named some people they after feel, them. They feel... Exactly. <laughs> Don't exactly. <laughs> Look at you. My mom, by the way, has a number of children named after her. Because she was a nurse and she would help deliver the children mm -hmm. and, and like care for them. And they would just after delivery. They were so appreciative that they just named the baby after her. And they were like, you know what? Thank you. My baby's name is now your name. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And here's what made me think of that. Like their name is your name. Your name is their name. They are a baby. And you have named them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank Do you thank know, you for that. You know where that's from? Yeah, it's a song. What song? It's um um, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Listen. Your acting skills <laughs> You like are... that? Was that good? Was that good? Baby, I Thank believed you. you. I just wanted to say that I thought that was really funny because my mom is not a doctor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the doctors that actually delivered their baby were passed over in mm -hmm. favor of. Because they didn't have good names. Do you think they were just like, you know, it's someone in this cast of people that helped deliver my baby? Yeah, the baby. baby comes out and they're like, hey, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> nope. What's your name? <laughs> no. You. You're the nope. one. <laughs> the baby is named after you. That could be what happened. That's an interesting point. Maybe I... the doctor's name was Khaleesi. And they were like, Ooh. oh, no. <laughs> they were like, woo. No, thanks. You got that ugly ass name before the show even came out? That's that sucks. I do think, I will say, it's kind of weird to name your baby my mom. Like, why would you name a baby that? <laughs> just his mom? Yeah. No, my mom. My mom. <laughs> you just said a number of babies were named after my mom. Uh, and I would just I think it, it would be very strange I you, I, to name a did. baby yeah, my, my mom. mom. I get it. It was really. Thank you. I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention is a new innovation, and Patrick, as we all know, hates innovations. <laughs> except it. for when they are helpful for him. <laughs> is a new device that will suck the snot right out of your baby's stuffy nose. <laughs> why would you why would you suck anything out of your baby's because face? When babies get sick, mm. they're not you can't give them decongestants because they're too small. And when their noses are stuffed up, like they could suffocate because they are confused about how like mouths and noses work. You know what I mean? Did you read this? Yeah, okay, I did. Okay, because I know you know absolutely nothing about babies. I know some stuff about babies. Like what? Some of them are named Khaleesi. That's I'm, what you know about babies. Here's what I know about babies is you can't give them decongestants. And so uh, usually what parents have to do is use a little eyedropper to suck the snot out of the baby's nose. Uh, and that is very difficult and the baby doesn't like that and okay. parents are worried that they're going to accidentally jam the thing up the baby's nose it's you know very dangerous and so this thing is called the nose frida and what you do is it goes in the baby's nose it has a little tube on the end and you suck through it and then there's a little filter that makes sure that you don't actually ingest the snot it gets trapped in like so a little you suck the you put your mouth on the end of the hose yeah and you suck it out, and somehow that appears to be safer than an eyedropper? 
Well, it works better than an eyedropper. Like the eyedropper doesn't have like as much like um, like power. power. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's just like a little thing that you squeeze on the end. But this, you could just like really really suck get it like up. a good portion of their mm-hmm. poorly yes. formed brains. No, no, no. Like, no. This uh, is like how you siphon gasoline out of a yes, tank. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's a baby. Yes, exactly. Okay. It's called the nose Frida, so you Frida nose. <laughs> I Get knew it? we could count on you for that. <laughs> I knew it was coming. As soon as you said the nose Frida, I was like, here we go. I didn't make up the name of the product. Oh, I know, but I knew what you were going to do with and it. And just so the audience is clear, nose Frida is not sponsoring this podcast, but I did see that they are very high rated on Amazon. A lot of people stand by this product. You can get uh, the little things are disposable and mm. you can wash it and you can put a new little rocket on the end to then suck the snot rocket out of your baby. That concludes this week's episode. <laughs> no, this fantastic. week. Uh, that concludes this edition of Oh Baby Baby. <laughs> All right, let's do some bouge. The boudoir of bouge. Ooh, I think we were calling look it. Look at you doing a voice. <laughs> if you are new to the podcast, the boudoir of bouge is where we ask you to write in and tell us about your possible bougie tendencies. And then Patrick and I will determine if you are actually bouge on a scale of rags to used Toyota Camry to riches. <laughs> I like that new... we have an intermediate step. Yeah, we do. Um, this first submission comes from Rise, and they say, For my contribution to the podcast, I release to you one of my bougie indulgences, essential oils. I carry around a little kit with me that I lovingly refer to as my potions kit. I even <laughs> use the bougie as shit beauty products, such as shampoo and conditioner, they but included them as a picture, okay. and it says, just look at the shine. The shampoo thinks it's way better than everyone else. Oh, and yeah. I don't just use yeah. any essential oils. I specifically buy them from one company, which I consider to have the most ethical practices and best product. Note, the company is doTERRA, but I don't know if you want to say them on the podcast since they are not a sponsor. Oh, look at you. I see what you did there. So <laughs> tell me on a scale of rags to riches, where does this rank? Ah, the essential oils. They call it a potions kit. Right. That's very important. Walking around with with a little essential oils kit. I don't even know what you do with it. Do you rub them on yourself? Do you eat them? Some people do eat them, but I don't think you're supposed to do that. Oh. Some people do. And like, do they do different things? Are you like rubbing? Do you be like, oh, I need some peppermint rub right now? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I and think like it's other like other times you you're just do, like, oh, coconut oil. Well, you know, some things like lavender, for example, is right. supposed to help you sleep. So you might put a little bit on yeah. your pillow, or um, if you have an eye, an but that's eye not mask. why you need a kit with you. Maybe this is definitely bougie. This yeah. is like I'm, really, really high level. Bougie. I'm going to say this is riches. This is an indulgence. This is something that you do not. need need, but it makes you feel good. You also went out of your way to buy the best essential oils for your needs, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say this is bouche. None of the oils are animal-based, right? I don't think so. I mean, this says ethical practices, which I'm guessing means that they, like... Ask the oils if they wanted to be. <laughs> That's involved. what I'm saying. Like, how do you like kindly harvesting the peppermint and making it into oils? I don't know. Maybe it means that they're using ones that are grown. Yeah. No. This whole thing reeks of like some goop shit. It does. This does sound like something that Gwyneth Paltrow would sell you. But you know what? The first step in 
Accepting your bouge is acknowledging your bouge. So that is what Rise is doing, and I applaud them for it. Yes, I also think that they are on their way to accepting their bouge, which doesn't actually have a positive outcome. It's not like <laughs> you accept that you have a problem so you can fix it. It's the 12-step like, process. Right, and then you accept that you're bougie, and what, you go about your bougie life doing yeah. bougie things? Yeah, Huh. Yeah. It's 12 steps to like realizing you're better than other people. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what Bouge is about. It's not about being better. No, no, no. It's I about know. I know. taking care of yourself. This one's from Corey. Corey says that they stopped buying cat litter from the store and now has it delivered just because they don't like transporting the litter from the store to the car and into the house. Mm. So. Corey also says, after seeing the male person struggle to drop the cat litter at their door, they thought it would be kind to start buying lightweight Look cat litter. Look at you, spreading the bouge around. Yeah, there's like a rabbit harder. hole of ordering things online. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Corey says they order Uber Eats on their way home from work, even as they're driving by the places they're ordering from because they don't feel like stopping to get the food. Mm. What say you? Okay, so cat litter is a necessity because this person has chosen to own a cat, which I'm not going to comment on. But because they need cat litter, that is not really an indulgence. No, it's not. They are admittedly buying it and having it delivered, which is a convenience. But it's the delivery that's the convenience. The delivery is the convenience. They said that they don't like taking it from the car to the apartment or to the home, to the crib is actually how they described it in their letter to mm -hmm. us. I'm going to say that is a used Toyota Camry. I'm it's not say, full bouge. I, it's pretty bougie. And this is, but this uh, is also, you, okay. this is also coupled mm -hmm. with the fact that they will be in the car and drive by the place that they want to eat at mm -hmm. and still order it on Uber Eats so they don't have to stop and get the food that they're driving right past. For me, bouge is like all about gratuitous convenience, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know? So like this is at a cost, they are getting somebody else to do this. I will say that buying lightweight cat litter because the male person was having that a hard time so carrying nice. it was very, very kind. Yes. And I don't think that that's a matter of bouge or, or not, rags mm -hmm, or riches. Mm -hmm. I think that was just very, very kind. That's like, like, you know what that is? That's like a used Toyota Prius. You're helping the environment. Yeah. You are helping people. You are giving back. So that's not bouge. But I think the rest of this, this whole theme of ordering unnecessarily is just so, so bougie. I'm not saying like used Camry. I'm saying like like riches. Riches. riches like you're one of the people that get one of the limited edition maseratis like they call you first mm, and are mm. like you, you can only want have one of these. you only drive cars where the doors fly up like wings right it's like wings i think that's how they refer to them in the uh, brochures too mm -hmm. they get the wings yeah the wing that's exactly <laughs> what they said our last submission for the boudoir of bouge comes from alexis and alexis says sometimes i buy generic makeup remover and pour it into an empty neutrogena branded bottle to make myself feel better. Rags. This is rags. <laughs> this is rags. It's sad rags. It's like Tiny Tim asking oh, for like no! 
two beans on Christmas rags, but it's rags. Wow, you yeah. jumped right in yeah. with that one. I mean, A, it's Neutrogena. And Alexis has been keeping that bottle for how long? I don't know if that's sanitary. Look, I feel very bad for you, Alexis. Like, <laughs> I'm going to send you a gift card to the Neutrogena store. Do they have a Neutrogena store? No, they don't have a Neutrogena store. You well, then you're not getting a gift card. <laughs> I'm sorry, gonna, Alex. You weren't going to send a gift card to start with, so don't even lie. No, no, no. I completely understand. We had hand soap like that, where I bought like the big bottle of hand soap. And Patrick just kept adding water to it. And no, I was I, like, this is literally some soapy water in no, the bottom. That was yeah, not the same. No, no, no. You did, you've done that you, multiple times. And my response was... Only to was, get the last little bit out of the bottle. Right. Just buy some new hand soap. This is not actually cleaning anybody's hands. It was just like watery bubbles at the bottom. It was awful. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Look, <laughs> like my podcast jacket. I can't get rid of it because it's still good. Oh, my God. It still works. You're judgmental AF for somebody who is also scrimping all the time. <laughs> Alexis, I'm going to agree. This is on the rags end. But I don't know why the Neutrogena bottle makes you feel better, especially because you know What's in there? I mean, it would still be rags. But if your partner like loved <laughs> Neutrogena and you just yeah. wanted to make them feel like you had bought Neutrogena for them, but you were, you know, no, that's so deceptive. I'm not. What I'm saying is that like the idea of the bottle making Alexis feel better is strange to yeah. me. Because, you wouldn't do something like that. No, because you bought me that like facial kit, the skincare routine. I'm starting to wonder what's in there. It's like elephant It's probably like Jergens and like Vaseline. No, that's not true. You're okay. activating your youth. All right. What I'm saying to you is the idea that the Neutrogena bottle makes Alexis feel better is weird to me. Usually you do something to make someone else feel better mm. because Alexis knows what's actually inside there. So like that's kind of weird to me. But I will say you are saving money and that's fine. I would encourage you to just use the generic makeup remover. What? There's nothing wrong with generic makeup remover. You are not bouge, but I will give you a B-plus for effort. All right. I think that's all we have for today. I, I think we had a great podcast. You learned a word. <laughs> like, you are a better person for this podcast. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> yes, we did have a great podcast, and we would love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can do that by tweeting us at Last name underscore basis, or you can use the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At tie optional. We would love to hear from you. <laughs> Picking it right up. Also, you can email us your thoughts, listener letters, dreams, bouge, etc. at lnbpodcast at gmail.com. Com. You can send me suggestions for potential new podcasting jackets mm -hmm. if you're really getting sick of seeing me wear the same dusty jacket. And Patrick will not pay you. Just let you know that up front. You will not be compensated for this. And do not forget that we have some live shows coming up. We are very excited. We've got one with WNYC on October 22nd, and we have another one on November 14th right here in Brooklyn at Brick. We would love to see you, so make sure to go to lastnamebasis.com or brickartsmedia.org for more information and tickets. And also don't forget to rate us on iTunes and leave us some comments because we just might read them right here on the pod. I'm Patrick. I'm Francesca. And this was Last Name Basis from Brick Radio. 
Last Name Basis is hosted and produced by Francesca Ramsey and Patrick Condis. Our executive producer is Sasha Mathias, and our associate producer is Emily Bogosian. Our audio engineer is Onel Millette, and our videographer is Curtis Boone, and our show is recorded at Brick House in downtown Brooklyn. For more information, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. You seemed so... Um... Handsome. Mm. Sexy. Mm. Intelligent. Mm. Wise. You Probably wise. You seemed so impressed as I was plugging those live shows. Why? No, I wasn't. You were. I wasn't at all impressed. You were looking at me with like nothing love in your eyes. <laughs> you brought that up just because you thought you I could what, saw milk you. a compliment out of that? No, babe. I was looking at you and you're, you were like... Mm. Like it I was, was impressed that you remembered things that aren't on the screen in front of us. That's mm. because she's a it's, not on, she's, it's not on the list. And you remembered the she's, you remembered the exact website to go to. She's a professional. Yeah, and so that's why she you, does this. That's why you brought she, this up. She does this professionally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you brought this up so that I could tell you something nice about yourself. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Honestly, babe, you had so much love in your eyes. I didn't even see the jacket. <laughs> okay. I'm out of here. <laughs> Let's make haste. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs>